Welcome to Independent Politics with Toya Swan. And today we are going to be reflecting on the topic Democracy is an Act of Faith. Democracy is an Act of Faith. Uh, get the, the democratic process of governance and leadership is one that invites um, the people's contributions, their gifts their talents, their hopes, their services to serve a broader community. The process is one which does not automatically decide that one person is better than another. Instead, the process invites all people who think they can serve and who think they have something to contribute for the betterment of their community and society to show up at the table and present themselves and after presenting themselves it becomes the act of faith of the community and society which they serve to pick somebody what this means for democracy is that if we eliminate this process of a free choice of people presenting themselves if we limit the freedoms with which people are able to present themselves and say i am here i am able and i am willing to serve you and this is why if we eliminate that process we automatically eliminate the choice that the people have because what happens is that we then pick somebody and we force that person on people because we didn't give people options the act of democracy automatically requires that people must have options <laughs> it must have options is not an oligarchy it is not an autocracy so there must be options for people um to choose from i found myself highly surprised disappointed by the actions of the Pennsylvania Democratic Party when I ran for the office of governor in the 2022 uh, elections much to my surprise and huge disappointment after being recognized or per se noticed by the Democratic Party I was invited to participate in the a final presentation of candidates to the community of Democrats as well as to all Pennsylvanians in preparation for this several weeks ahead all the candidates were invited to send in questions that they would like to be asked of the candidates that were running for their office and the body and committee was going to choose which questions to uh, ask of the candidates this was uh, requested for candidates from the governor uh, opposition lieutenant governor senators and preparation was on um, we had the deadline we kept receiving my team and I kept receiving notices the deadlines which to submit this and that 
and we did submitted the questions they sent us the information where to show up when to show up what time we were showing up everything we got ready and I raised the funds I'm a grassroots candidate I raised the funds to go to Pennsylvania Democratic Committee meeting in January in Harrisburg my supporters are not rich people and there are people who still retain the faith that the US operates a democratic system and they still maintain the faith that the Democratic Party of Pennsylvania was operating democratic process they were so excited to see this it renewed and refueled their faith in the democratic process personally i reached out to many influential friends whom i knew had lost faith in the democratic party and i told them don't lose faith the democratic process is still alive and well this was a public message which i sent to all the platforms in which i sourced funding for my trip to Harrisburg I was clear in my message don't lose faith the Pennsylvania Democratic Party is keeping the democratic process alive everybody was excited they turned in the money and I was able to uh, go for my trip I didn't even ask a lot of money I did not book accommodations in the expensive hotel which the Pennsylvania Democratic Party had uh, booked this event um, which again was not a democratic process because if you want um, people from all levels of life all representatives of a society to participate in a democratic process what you should do is choose a venue that everybody can afford but they didn't do that they picked one of the most expensive places in town to host the event and to uh, offer people accommodations i'm a grassroots leader i have lived and worked among the poor for years i am a single mother and what that means is that i have learned how to use money wisely how to use what little i have to better serve my family and to also serve community as a single mother i was able to contribute from my little household income to community events to people in need to sponsor things that our organization did I was able to partner with community organizations to make sure that events and programs could be held without putting a strain on the purses of the communities we were trying to serve. As a pastor, my community uh, space for meeting was a local space that did not put a burden on the members of our congregation. to bring their money to the table to build a building a building i bought for our church 
still needs to be remodeled 15 years after the fact. Whereas our community, our congregation was growing and our community work was advancing. So priority was not to take money out of the people to build castles that they could not live in. It was to use our resources in a way that the people could actually feel the impact in their lives. And so this was the premise with which I raised the funds to go to Harrisburg. And it was the premise for which I went to Harrisburg. <laughs> I packed my lunches, my dinners, everything. I eat good. I eat good at home. I have gluten-free uh, a diet. And I was able to pack a rich meal for myself uh, versus if I had had to depend on purchasing a meal out, which would have used the monies of Pennsylvanians uh, badly. I didn't do that. I, I, I booked my accommodations at one of the cheapest hotels. Believe it or not, there were good, cheap hotels that were close to the venue, less than 20 minutes drive from the venue that people could stay in. Nice accommodations. I did not pay more than $50 a night. It was good. This was what I used the people's money for, and I had the budget. I put it up front, and I'm sure if they would compare to the budget of any other candidate for any position in the Pennsylvania elections, there's no candidate's budget that would have beat my budget. And I showed up and I delivered. I drove myself there. I got there, and the time for the event, I arrived about 10, 15 minutes to the time, and uh, I started looking for the people who were hosting this. I didn't find them. Instead, I saw a room where they gathered, and they were hosting the lieutenant governor uh, debate. They were hosting the U.S. senatorial debates. I was shocked. So I asked to speak to somebody, and somebody walked out. This is one of their leadership for the committee. I'm not going to mention his name, but just so you know, I wasn't talking to anybody from the, just anybody from the floor. When the committee convened uh, the next day, he was right up there with them at the head table. And I said, uh, I'm taking Swan, I introduced myself, and he said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know, I said, so where is the governor's debate being held? He's like, what? Didn't anybody tell you it was canceled? I was like, what are you talking about? Well, uh, when was, and I asked him, I said, when was this canceled? I said, well, a couple of weeks ago, uh, they decided to cancel it because uh, attorney Josh Shapiro uh, had many other engagements. And um, also, uh, today's Friday, and he says, Jew, so he's observing the Sabbath, so it was canceled. I was shocked. Because up to the two weeks ago that he mentioned, the committee was still requesting um, the materials that they needed from the candidates. I was shocked. I did not jump to conclusions at this point. Instead, I thought it was my campaign manager's fault. I thought somehow she must have failed to communicate uh, to me. I thought somehow she missed the email. I, I, I put the fault 
first on my campaign. That's what I thought. So I reached out to my campaign manager immediately. I said, hey, did you receive any notice about the cancellation of this, uh, the governor's event? She said, no, but let me double check. I have a campaign manager who's really detailed, pays attention to details, uh, very um, detail-oriented, analytical. That's why I, I, I asked her to be my campaign manager. She checked everything and she said, no, there was nothing. She checked the voicemails. I checked my personal voicemails. I checked my personal accounts. We spent about 30 minutes doing this. And then it dawned on us that there was no message. So we sent a message out, my campaign manager first, sent a message out right away to the uh, uh, Pennsylvania uh, community chair. And we requested that they found a way to uh, conduct that um, governor debate. Then uh, two, to let them know that it was highly unethical uh, not to have informed me that the debate was canceled. It was highly unethical for them to cancel it for the purpose of one candidate's need. This was the highest office in the state that was being run uh, for, and the people deserved to hear from their candidates. We got a feedback to this email saying that it was not their fault, that it was CNN who had said they did not have the time to accommodate all the debates. And so they decided that they were going to go with the U.S. Senate debate and the lieutenant governor debate and scrap the governor debate. And I'm asking myself, but why? You only had two candidates for the governor. If any debate was going to take a shorter time, the governor debate would have been the shorter one because the lieutenant governor debate had about at least a minimum of four candidates. The U.S. Senate debate had a minimum of six or eight candidates. They had longer time to discuss. And if you were working for time, a governance that was based on respecting the democratic process would have decided we will shorten questions to two or three in order to properly uh, model our democratic process without necessarily um, infringing on the time limit. And uh, this was their response, <laughs> like I said, and this was my, my thoughts to the response. And the, I did say this back to them. Um, I have been a fan of Attorney Judge Shapiro. I voted for him. Um, I follow his policies and activities. And I have always said that if I was not running for uh, uh, the same office, I would pick him as my candidate. However... That does not nullify the fact that I feel I had things that I brought to the table that Governor Shapiro did not bring. One, Governor Shapiro is not a grassroots leader. Governor Shapiro has no understanding of grassroots policies. Um, the policy issues on which he ran, they were more litigious policies. 
Governor Shapiro is a good litigator. That's who he is. But he's not a grassroots leader. He's very far removed from the lives of the people. A lot of the things that later on started appearing on his platform after they had successfully uh, erased my presence from this event were issues they were calling off. And I will be proud to say they were calling some of those things off of things I had said. Issues of children, uh, issues of schools, um, uh, police uh, 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 training issues. These were things that were that were on my platform. They were not on Shapiro's platform to start with. And you could see that it was nothing personal to him. In my political pursuits and endeavors, I've maintained an analytical frame of mind for years. This is why I've been able, as a clergy woman, to be able to uh, maintain a bipartisan approach to politics for many years. Because I look at the candidates, I listen to them, I look at their histories, and then I cast my vote. My position as a clergy woman, yes, mandated that I could not um, be trying to push for one person or one party or the other, uh, but I'm glad that I was in that position but it, because it helped me to listen very well to all sides. And so I was able really to listen to um, uh, 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 then Attorney Shapiro's a platform with a clear, unbiased mind. I listened to his platform the way I would listen if I was not running for office and I was just simply going to the uh, polls to vote. In the recent times that Governor Shapiro, in the short time that he has been um, governor, it's also very clear that he's not a leader of the people. His approach to the crisis we have had, the East Palestine crisis, come on, people. A leader would not have sat in his office and wait for people to tell him what to do. You're going to listen to what people say, but in such a case, he would have investigated, he would have asked questions. Come on. His response was, oh, they told me it, they were just going to burn chemicals from one um, one carriage. You see, as a grassroots leader, a grassroots leader would know better than that. <laughs> a grassroots leader would know um, that there are many, many things to uh, look into to safeguard such a decision, to safeguard such a request, to make sure that those things that they say they're going to do is what they're going to do. You're going to ask for all the statistics, all the logistics. You're going to be there when they're burning it because you want to make sure your people are protected. And what even shocked me the most was how after the community... Leaders had taken the decision to evacuate their people. Governor Shapiro ordered that they should shelter in place. He said they should shelter in place. You know, I hear today people are going to sue for that um, uh, um, train issue. 
But I think, you know, one person they should sue, they should sue the governor. Because the damages to people's lives could have been mitigated if the governor had the insight and the knowledge to what the working class actually does. If he had a knowledge of how pollution works, he would never have issued that edict to tell the people of East Palestine to shelter in place. Anyway, back to the issue of democracy as an act of faith. But this is the governor that the Pennsylvania Democratic Party forced on the people of Pennsylvania. I went around to try to find one person or two people who showed a sense of democracy in the issues that were going on at this Democratic States Committee event in January of 2022. I could not find one. What I found was fear. People who had been talking with me and had conversations with before this event and who I had asked to um, nominate me so I could be on the floor. We could have the two candidates presented. Um, they communicated a sense of fear of going against the party. And I was shocked. Like, where is the democracy in this? Why would you be scared? I got my answer after the entire event. I got my answer when one of them came to me and said, I'm sorry, but the problem is nobody wanted to get him to trouble with the leaders. Who and you call this the Democratic Party of Pennsylvania? You know, going forward, I do want to encourage all Pennsylvanians and all Americans that a label does not truly demonstrate who is democratic. I think one of the biggest harms that this country has imposed on Americans is the idea that a label of Democratic Party means that everything that the party does is democratic. Uh, this has led to this huge division between the Republican parties, uh, uh, members and the uh, uh, Democratic Party members. And of course, we know that the party umbrella is what really matters, right? And I think that's what a whole lot of people are hiding under when it comes to the Democratic Party. As, as, a, as an umbrella, it has certain ideologies, but when you come down to the inner workings, there is very little democracy to find in there. And what this means is that all Americans, all Americans have the responsibility to step up and truly be democratic. You do not need to wait for the party and you don't put your faith in the party to bring the democratic process to you. Instead, you need to stand up. You need to stand up and act democratically so that you can hold your leadership in every, from the lowest office to the highest office. You can hold them accountable to the democratic process in the society which we claim 
is a democratic society. Hey, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Uh, go ahead and leave me uh, some messages. Thanks. Until next time, it's Take a Swan. Hmm, maybe running for PA governor again in four years. Hope to see you.